Welcome to the grant, the EU funding podcast. Welcome to this first episode of the grand podcast. I'm very happy to invite you in. I've been preparing this for a very long time. My name is Nils Tudervinder, and I've been working within EU funding and grants applications since 2008. Different constellations, different organization types. I've been at all sides of the table, so to say. We'll come back to that in a second. First, this is an intro episode of this new podcast, so I will explain the motivation for the podcast. I will explain you you all why I think this is necessary to have this podcast that I'm developing here. So I will share my thought behind this podcast. I will share with you what will be the key elements, the key focus in this course, so main subjects I will tackle overall throughout the podcast episodes that's about to unfold. And then I will share with you the format of this podcast. First, a little background of who I am uh, and my claim to uh, experience within this subject. I have been working with EU funding and grants applications since 2008. First part of my career, I was working as a civil servant in the Danish funding support system. I was working the first couple of years as an NCP, program committee member for the Danish government, supporting Danish stakeholders using the system, universities, SMEs and companies. Then I moved to Brussels, moved on working for the Danish offshore energy sector, offshore wind and ocean energy, wave energy. So I was sitting there for four, four and a half, five years uh, in Brussels, working to support the sector, accessing funding, raising the awareness of EU funding for the wind energy, offshore wind energy and ocean energy sector, supporting them towards funding, concrete funding, but also working as a lobby representative, affecting and influencing concrete work program call text. Then in 2015, as well as the last three years, I've been working as a private consultant for the for the for Europe's largest EU grants and application consultancy companies. It's PO Consultants. Here I've been working both as a, a proposal writer, but also as a facilitator, a technology transfer consultant, building proposals from scratch, building together with clients concepts and ideas and shaping them into concrete competitive proposals towards Heisen Europe calls, specifically and especially on the bioeconomy and energy and circular economy areas. Finally, I've been sitting in one of the Danish regional rep- representative offices in Brussels, the North Denmark EU office supporting their stakeholders, universities, SMEs and companies and municipalities accessing EU funding. Now, throughout these many different roles, I have, of course, been gathering a lot of experience of how to approach EU research and innovation funding. Primarily the framework programs, Horizon Europe, Horizon 2020, FP7 back in the days, SME programs of different sorts, also the live program, Interreg to less extent, but main thing being I've been supporting a broad variety of organizations accessing a long list of different kinds of calls within research and innovation to support their innovative projects. So my experience, it includes government official, NCP work, program committee, 
it includes representative in Brussels towards accessing, finding the ways through Brussels, the Brussels system for stakeholders. I know my way around Brussels. I know my way around the lobby. I've been doing concrete lobby lobbying towards call text in work programs. So I know my way around how these circles they go, how these processes go, when to sit in, how and when. And I've been working as a private consultant for clients, so also working within a system where you try to create high value proposals for for fees, of course, for clients to realize the potential of the concrete ideas, innovative ideas that they have. That was a little bit about my background. I will get back to that as this podcast will be moving on because I have a lot of experience to share with you. I have a lot of of experience that I will instrumentalize in this podcast. And I have a lot of thoughts and ideas that I will draw on when I will be moving on in digging into this subject. Now, let's move on to the thoughts behind the podcast. So first and foremost, personally, I've been for a long time wanting to to develop podcasts of different sorts. This is the main idea that I've been having for a very long time to do a podcast on funding. Meanwhile, while I've been doing uh, working professionally as a consultant in my latest professional uh, position, I've been developing two spare time podcasts to to start to learning the trade of how to develop a podcast. So now I finally have time available to dig into this exact thing that I always wanted to do, a podcast on EU research and innovation funding. There's so much to dig into. There's so much to to open up through a podcast like this. And there are so many that can have take value out of out of, of this input and the reflections, exchange, good advices, bad experience and so on. There's so many many people out there sitting every single day developing proposals of all sorts towards the European Commission with a lot of challenges, with a lot of of things on their mind, a lot of reflections, a lot of layers of of elements to to exchange with and to to get a insight or enlightenment about how to do things of just simply good advice, good advice, tips and tricks, and to better understand this area. So those are the thoughts behind the podcast. And of course, I've been, I've been doing my desktop research, market analysis, so to say, there is no podcast, there is no, weirdly enough, there is no single podcast that is, has lifted this subject, nothing. There are podcasts that has been funded by the by the European Parliament, for instance, or podcasts funded by local uh, national governments where you have five episodes or ten episodes or something like this. It's framed into a given fixed amount of episodes, and when it's covered, it's done, nothing more. So there is no running podcast on the subject. There is a need because you have thousands and thousands of thousands of people that do this every single day in universities, in NGOs, private consultants, companies, large companies, smaller companies, 
medium-sized companies, clusters. It's a vast, a vast amount of people that work specifically within EU funding every single day. So that's enough to dig into. Now, that's also why it's important to, to try to frame it a little bit, because I can't cover everything. So I will start, have to start somewhere, but let's have a look at the main subjects uh, that I will cover in this podcast. I will focus on Horizon Europe, or the framework program, and I will focus especially on the societal challenges. We will broaden it out also, but this is where my knowledge lies. So I will start with this. Subject-wise, I'm going to be broad. I have specific knowledge of some areas, but that's not the key point of this podcast to dig into various specific technological areas we might have if we have some guests where we can dig a little bit in but that's not the main focus the main focus the main way that i will have the main discourse of this podcast is the method how to work with these things more than digging into a specific narrow subject or specific narrow subjects in horizon europe you have different different ways of attacking author methodologically the the proposals depending on which which pillar in in the in in the program we're looking at so i will start with societal challenges and i'll broaden it out as i move on what's the sort of underlying focus i will have so i will have i will have a look at the pre writing process. So what happens before you put pen to paper when you develop a European Horizon Europe proposal? There's a long timeline before you actually start to prepare the proposal of different things that needs to be in be ready before you reach the actual writing process. So this is about idea development. It's about the partner value chain. It's about building actual actually building the consortium. Then you have all the meeting uh, logistics, so to say, pre, pre-writing process logistics where you have to meet, you have to have conduct meetings, how to run them. And then you have the consultants that you can use. So how do you work with, with the, the resources that you need to, to, to use? For the pre-writing process, those can be consultants. It can also be if you can handle it yourself, it's fine. But I will dig into these things because I know this world very well. The second subject that I will deal with is the writing process itself. So I will have a look at time management, planning, how to deal with a consortium, how to actually manage your process in actual writing what do you need to how do you need to plan it how do you need to structure things also about uh, the challenging part of getting the input you need this when things starts to slide the time deadlines that you have the red lines you have to be able to move to a competitive proposal uh, in an end so these things we will i will have a look at then I will look at the structural side of Horizon Europe. I will, there will be a sub area of uh, how you lobby towards the work programs. I will share with you how I have been working and I will look into the different elements of what you can do, what is possible to, to change or to, to affect uh, and how you step into these, this framework of affecting uh, the work program text, call text. Finally, I will 
have programs that dig into work program content itself and background. So that will be especially uh, in the periods up to the official launch of the work program, uh, the work program. So those a lot of people will have an interest in what's actually in there. I will not go through all work programs. I will not go through every single code, but I will I will try to explain what's going on. Uh, what is uh, where things are moving overall wise and then we might have special episodes where we dig into to some areas by request we will see it also depends on what i'm going to share with you now uh, about the format but first just to wound it up right so horizon europe social challenges overall so it's 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 pre-writing process writing process towards submission then it's a lobby towards the work program and the work programs themselves and the background for them towards um, when they're published. Those are the main areas. They might change. Making a podcast, it's an organic process and the format itself that I will share with you now will have an effect on that. So let's move on to the format. The grand. This format will have solo episodes. You're listening to one now. But I will have a mix of solo episodes and guests of the house, which will be regular in. I am uh, I have uh, now started to build up a list of, of guests of the house. That list, of course, might change. It might end up that some of these, they, they find it too time-consuming or, or that they would like to focus on something else or, or maybe even find it uncomfortable to do a podcast. We'll see. I am now inviting people a little group of regulars that will come with me for guest episodes where we will use their capacities and knowledge that is more than I have because it should be very, very clear. And this is one of the thoughts behind that I've been thinking a lot about in relation to a podcast on EU funding. First, I thought I had to know everything. First, I had to thought I had to dig into tons of different stuff, but I realized that's absolutely impossible. <laughs> and I should also know after dealing with this for 13 years, you cannot know everything and you cannot be a specialist in everything when it comes to EU funding. I have my capacities, other people have theirs. So what I'm going to do is that the things that I know, don't know so much about, but which are important for you guys out there, I will invite guests in so we can have an open discussion uh, so they can uh, share with you things that I don't know so much about, so you can also get these insights. So what's the added value of this podcast? So the idea is that the podcast format will will try to open it up with having guests on board. I will put more and build up the Lego house bigger and bigger. So there will have podcast episodes that are reference episodes that you can always go back and listen to uh, because they are dealing with something that is universal when it comes to EU funding. And then there will be period-specific episodes that related to work program launches or specific elements or changes in the work program that we need to look at or changes in, in the writing process because some things have been changed in the template. Uh, that you have to submit your proposal in and so on and so forth. So so that's the that's the idea. Generic episodes and more time-specific episodes. Then solo episodes and guest episodes. And I'm also thinking as time moves on that we can have panels with more guests on board. We'll see. Now moving on to ending this intro episode, I need to share with you what's the added value of this. 
podcast. First of all, experiences. I will share experiences, my experiences I will share, and the guests will share their experiences. So this is a matter of giving you a, a wall to play up against for the things that I have put into my to my backpack uh, over the, the 13 years I've been working with this, sharing them with you. Then it's a matter of concrete examples. This is the main point, to share as much of this and see if you can take advantage of that as you move on with your proposals and your processes. Concrete examples. I will make it as concrete as possible. I will not share sensitive information, of course, with anybody, but this is a matter of, of method, methodology. So this is a matter often about giving concrete examples, but nothing will be shared of sensitive information. That should be very clear. Then it's guidance and tips and tricks on how to do these things. And finally, I am thinking about the possibility of having you out there that are doing the concrete proposals to be a guest in my podcast and have a talk about the concrete proposal you are developing. Again, non-sensitive. Non-sensitive information will be shared from your side. We will see how that works. It's it's often delicate uh, when it's concrete uh, proposals. It can be also be proposals that has been sent in. The idea is, of course, that the more concrete it gets, the better. So if I can get someone in of some of you that are sitting and working with something concrete, with a concrete challenge or concrete problem, I will be more than happy to make an open open microphone process support to help you with that. That was an introduction to the grant podcast. Looking very, very much forward to developing the, the this podcast for, for all of you. And I sincerely hope that this will be appreciated and that you will all think that this is a, an added value that can help you and support you in your efforts to achieve project funding from the European Commission. I have created a website for this initiative. Check it out at thegrand.eu. Go and subscribe to this podcast and browse around to check out how the initiative is unfolding. When you subscribe, you will get access to the Grand LinkedIn group, which is where the interaction is going on between you, dear listeners, and me. Thanks for listening to the end and looking so very much forward to build this up for you. Get the grand! The grand. You have been listening to the grand, the EU funding podcast.